All right, welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. Uh, so today is episode three in our Revenue Hourglass discussions, and we have Nick Tverdik here with us today. He's going to talk about the consult, how to optimize the consult, how to book more treatments. He's the king at this. Nick, why don't you kind of tell us who you are? Hello, everybody. Uh, so my name is Nick Tverdik. I am owner of Aria Integrative Health low high lipo laser. And we also have a consultancy uh, where we really help people make more money because that's the whole point of starting a business. Um, if you guys that are listening did not know that. So we're really going to dive into how we can optimize that, but it's called Practice Empowered. Uh, and we also have a podcast that is the Aesthetic Coaches Quarter, where we really try to help people in this space make more money and answer a lot of different questions. So hopefully that was a decent summary of who we are, but we've been around for 12 years. I've personally done over 8,000 aesthetic consultations. So I kind of know what I am doing. Dude, awesome. that is so, I love that. <laughs> Making money, man. Yes. <laughs> right? I mean, when people get in, they're like, you know what? I really want to help people. And don't get me wrong. I, I love that. So on the Functional Integrative Health Center, I, I joke about that when I say I truly care about our patients' health. But at the end of the day, you're not starting a nonprofit, right? You're not a 501c3. This is a for-profit organization that you started in aesthetics. If you did not start it for that, you are doing the wrong thing. So I really like jumping on here. And Charlie and I have become really good friends over the years um, and what Line has done uh, for us has been absolutely instrumental to really optimizing that whole money-making piece of it. But uh, this is a for-profit business and you have to watch watch what's going on. You have to have your T's crossed. You have to have your I's dotted and how you construct and really run a consult is crucial to that entire process. Totally. I, I'll, I'll just jump in on that, Ken. You know, the reason Nick's here, A, we have become good friends over the years, but I, I've heard... I've heard Nick speak many times at events that we've both gone to. And most of the people that are practice owners or involved with management that I meet, they don't have a background in business and certainly not in sales. In fact, sales is a word that people get like afraid of, which they should just embrace. What sales really is, is if you, know, if you help enough other people get what they want, you're going to get what you want. And so the consult, like there, there's, there's technology and tools that you can by including line that can automatically help you with stuff in other parts of the hourglass uh, without you really having to develop skills or expertise or have a plan of how you're going to communicate. The consult is a tough one because if you've never had any training, if you don't know why you're doing the things that you're doing, you're not in control. The good news is the stuff that Nick's going to share with us. And I've personally heard him deliver is like unbelievably impactful, especially because most people are so bad. So if you're really bad at something, you don't have to get amazing at it right away. You can just start getting better at different parts, um, and that's going to have a really big, a really big impact. So I've been looking forward to this conversation uh, for a while. Yeah, glad Ken, to have you should, on. How should we start, Ken? Well, uh, first, I think it's worth mentioning. Uh, I'm going to assume, Nick, a lot of this applies to any kind of specialty practice because a lot of our audience, you know, won't be in aesthetics. But, yeah. uh, you know, I assume a lot of these lessons oh, totally. you know, are across the yeah, board, it, right? It doesn't matter whether you're selling cardboard boxes, aesthetics, right. new teeth. It doesn't really matter. 
it's it, the sales process should be the same and what you're trying to garner out of that consultation should be the same whether you're selling real estate aesthetics yeah. it, it doesn't it doesn't matter you really need to follow specific uh, pieces that you need to check off on that what we're trying to accomplish during this consult um, so yeah this will definitely well at least hopefully people <laughs> will be able to get a lot out of this absolutely okay well we've I guess just to quickly recap we've talked about getting more leads to the business. We've talked about turning more of those leads into consults. Nick, just open-ended. What's next? What should we, we be thinking about? Uh, I'm going to let you just run with it. Just run with it. We'll, I'll jump in if Absolutely. I have to. So anytime, the first thing that I want everybody that's listening to this to really get out of the consult is if you're not excited about what you do or what you're selling, you need to learn to be. I love the aesthetic space. I love the functional uh, integrative health space. I really, really do. I'm excited about it. If you're not excited, you can't get the person that you're sitting in front of you excited about it, which is the number one goal that you need to do in any single consult. I don't care if you're trying to sell real estate. I don't care if you're trying to sell lollipops, if you're trying to sell a $12,000 non-invasive body contouring package. If you're not getting the patient, the person across the table from you or over the phone from you or in person in front of you or trying to sell a car, excited about what you're selling, you're doing it wrong. And I want to go back a little bit to what Charlie said about how sales kind of has a bad uh, connotation and it shouldn't. Doctors, for instance, I'm going to specifically stay in the aesthetic space. So many of these doctors are scared because they're like, oh, I don't know how to sell. You've been selling drugs for your entire <laughs> career, right? So you're just now selling something that's actually going to help somebody feel better about themselves, right? So all it is, is really diving into this whole piece, but it's getting excited that you have a solution to the problem that they're presenting um, in front of you. Because at the, at the point that you have a consult, you've already established that they have something that they want and you're sitting down to really try to solve those problems and put together a solution. Um, so you're helping them with what they are trying to uh, accomplish. But excitement, excitement, excitement. And if you're not excited because you're worried about the sales problem, Process, you got to look at yourself in the mirror and pull up your big boy pants or big girl pants and really dive into what you're trying to accomplish with this. I think one thing I, I just love that S sales is a transference of feeling. I learned that when I sold bookstore door back in the day. But the, the other thing is when people are reaching out about the treatments and services that you offer, they, they're looking for a feeling, right? The outcome they want is going to make them feel a certain way. That's why they're yeah. there. Um, and that is so important to remember. And people don't remember that and they get too caught up in the logical details of whatever, right? Of course, you've got to explain and educate. Those things are important. You got to have credibility, uh, which I know Nick is a big believer in, but that <laughs> excitement level, and you don't have to be like, you know, fake about it, but you just have to be passionate. And yeah. I totally agree. If you're not, if you're not, if you're not thinking about, man, when someone sits down in front of me and they're asking questions about whatever procedure, I'm excited to tell them about all the things that we can do. If you don't feel that way, there is a problem and you're yeah. gonna, you're also not going to enjoy it yourself. So I think that's an easy thing for people to forget. If you aren't, if you aren't excited, it's time to ask some serious questions, right? Is this really what you should be doing? And I, I want to expand a little bit on that uh, transferal of feelings, by the way, I love that. Um, when, 
when you're doing this, I don't know if anybody, the listeners out there have ever heard of Simon Sinek. If you have not, I highly recommend uh, you listen to a couple of his TED Talks. Um, but he wrote an amazing book that's called Start With Your Why. And it goes on to what uh, Charlie was just talking about. And it's people don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it. And that is a full transferal of feelings. And it kind of goes hand in hand and creates that full circle where you really need to make sure you're looking in the mirror and you believe and you're passionate about what you're talking about. I love the space that we're in. I love people coming in and wanting to look better, to feel more confident. But then when they get that confidence, it drives an entire health journey for so many of our patients. It really gets uh, our entire clinic excited. And that's, that's our why at, at the end of the day. So when we're talking about it and somebody sits down in front of us um, and the building credibility piece that you said, Charlie, is really the next thing that we always want to make sure that we're really starting with. So when we start our consultation, somebody sits down in front of me. The first thing that I do before I ask them what they're there for is I want to build some credibility uh, about what we're going to talk about and about why I'm sitting here to talk to them in the beginning, right? Kind of like how we started this podcast. I wanted to build credibility before we go through and I sell everybody that's listening something, right? It's what we're just, just joking. Just so things. you know, I'm, I've already signed up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so when I sit down, I, I say to every single patient, you know, we've been around for 12 years. We've treated over 14,000 patients at this, at, at this point in time, but we are a functional integrative health center. First and foremost, we just happen to do more non-invasive body contouring and functional aesthetics than anybody in the state of Colorado. Right? So we establish what our why is. We actually care about your health. We want to get to the root cause of what's happening, but then we just also have more experience in this space that you're looking to do in the aesthetics than anyone, right? So we start with that whole thing. So you just built credibility. So then anything that you say after your credibility pitch or line or whatever it is, I would recommend that you start with your why, because that's what ours is, because it also can build some amazing credibility, but you need to have that when you're starting. Love that. Love that. As you, as you, I, I think that's something everybody should spend a ton of time on because anything tactical from there isn't going to be as effective if you're not passionate and believing in what you're doing. Switching to kind of uh, structural stuff, right? I mean, I think yeah. just visualizing someone coming in. I know there's a we don't have enough time to talk about everything that you that you believe in with this, but like you're in front of someone, mm-hmm. you're you're establishing credibility, telling telling them about your why. What are a handful of things that you're most focused on uh, making sure is accomplished in that conversation so that A, they're going to be able to make a good decision about, hey, I want to do this or not. And B, you're going to basically put a treatment plan in front of them that fits. Because I think a lot of times people are reaching out about something and because they don't really know how it works. And really, they need more than they thought to get the result they're looking for. So tactically, what are you thinking about doing in the conversation so that you can accomplish that? So the first question I ask, so short answer to your question is educational-based sales. The long answer to your question is I always ask the patient what they're trying to accomplish. 
And then whatever it is that that patient says, I'm always going to come back to what they say right then and there throughout the entire consult to make sure that whatever plan we're putting together, whatever I'm doing on education um, in terms of what device treatment is going to be best, what medical functional health plan is going to be best uh, for them, guiding them down their path. I always go back to answering the question that is answered. What are you trying to accomplish? So I'm a big believer in educational based sales. So when I say that is we want to educate the patient as much as we can. So many people go right into a pitch of what they're trying to do, but I'm a big believer in talking about competition because if you're not doing it in the education of whatever um, treatment plan is going to be best for them or for you, Charlie, if you're not talking about your competition, uh, I'm sure you are they're going to wonder. So when a patient comes in, sticking with the aesthetics again, they're going to wonder, does it hurt? Does it work? How much does it cost? And what other options are out there? So you want to make sure that you are solving upfront the objections that whoever's in front of you may have during your consultation. And part of that is really talking about the competition and explaining why. Why did I spend $350,000 on this particular device? We really want to educate the patient as to why this is the device that I chose to buy and why this is the best option for each individual patient, whatever it is. We have 19 devices now. So, I mean, nobody can really touch. Yeah, it's a lot. So nobody can really touch what we can do if somebody's trying to look better, feel better, or get healthier. But it's my job to sit down, ask them what they're looking for, and then really educate them based upon whatever needs they have, whether it be facial aesthetics, body contouring, and really start to peel apart that onion and educate them as to why this is going to solve the problem that they told me they had in the very beginning with what they're trying to accomplish. Killer stuff there. There, there's a, there's another kind. We're throwing all these books out. There's this book called Made to Stick, amazing book about communication and uh, a, a concept called the Curse of Knowledge, which is if you understand a ton about something and talk about it all the time internally, it's easy to forget that someone else doesn't know shit about that, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. To the point where sometimes you're like, how do you not know about that? So don't assume that your patients understand. And by the way, even if they do know some of the stuff you're going to explain about the things that you offer, it doesn't matter. Cause if you're passionate, like Nick was talking about, as you're explaining it, like they're going to continue to get excited and really understand why did you make that investment? This, I think so many people skip over this because they're like, Oh, this person's heard of this device or they know about this. Who cares? Um, That, that, that has a huge impact. And I would say most of the time, the patient just really doesn't know. So yeah. you're going to have this huge gap if you skip over that part. Yeah, absolutely. And you, it, it's really, really important because it doesn't matter what industry you're in. The customer does not know. Unless you live, eat, breathe, sleep this stuff every yeah. day, they're not going to know what the best option is going to be for them. So we, we really, really try and focus on maximizing that entire process of education as to why I purchased this device. Why is this the best option for you? Why this is changing the game? Why this is going to be the first step in the marathon of your facial aesthetic journey that, that you're on. Uh, Made to Stick is awesome. Uh, I love chatting with Charlie because uh, we are very like-minded in terms of just how we work and live and uh, all of that because we share books back and forth and uh, it's 
it's it's a great great thing yeah me and nick are really professionally attracted to each other (laughs) (laughs) this just got weird (laughs) um Man, that's uh, that's such good stuff. There's a there's a lot. I, I think we're gonna have to have some more of these chats about this topic. But th- there's so many other, you know, elements that um, we can talk about at a later time. But to to just try to put a bow on what we're describing, if you handle, if you're excited and passionate, and you handle the beginning of the conversation the way he's talking about, the other stuff becomes easier. You're gonna have less objections because you're already handling them. People yeah. are more comfortable and excited themselves, and so they're like that has such a big impact on the other stuff. Um, one one thing I did want to talk about, um, we got a few minutes left here, is the money piece. I've heard yes. you discuss this many times in the in the talks that you give, um, and I know for a fact that this is something that practices aren't specifically focused on, and they don't have a specific person with specific language they're using to get paid. So yeah. tell us, give us the the summary of you're getting to the end of the consult things feel like they're going in the right direction. And then how do you take that step of we're signing this person up and we're getting paid today? Yeah. So you need to break it all down. You're always going back. You're active listening, going back to what they're trying to accomplish. And it's time to end the consult and ask for the money. You've already handled all the objection that that patient's going to have. Um, And the number one problem in our industry is under treatment. And the main reason, in my opinion, is people are scared to ask for money. Dude, it, that's awesome. it's, a, it's, a, it's a rampant problem in this space because what we can do non-surgically now with all these different amazing devices is jaw-dropping. It really, really is, but it might cost more than what surgery does sometimes, right? And people are scared to ask for 10, 15, 20. I put a $30,000 uh, ticket in front of somebody yesterday, right? It's not my job to put my mind in the other person's wallet. It's my job to put together a solution to solve the problems that they're telling me that they have, right? So if you do that and you go through the entire process and you do this all right, at the end, the actual consultation of you listening and educating them on why this is going to be the best option, you've done the whole sales pitch. The next thing is really, really easy. It's, are you ready to get started? This doesn't have to be awkward. Whatever you want your clothes to be. The biggest thing I implore everybody out there that's listening is after you ask for the money, are you ready to get started? How would you like to pay? Whatever you want to use, shut up after you ask for it. You're going to have some extremely awkward silences, (laughs) um, but it is imperative that you do that because it's psychologically whoever speaks first loses. And the people that are out there really need to understand that because you can get into some awkwardness, but it's really, really important. You've done your work. Ask for the sale and then let them answer. So many people will talk themselves right out of a sale because they keep trying to talk. Damn. Man, I remember that this, uh, uh, when we were raising money, I've never raised money before. And so like, you know, your belief barriers are broken and change over time, but one guy in our, we did a convertible note after our first angel round. And I went into the conversation thinking, oh my God, what if this guy invested $100,000? Like, holy shit, that would be the most insane thing of all time. And I didn't even do this on purpose, to be honest, but he was talking and I said, well, 
Um, what do you think? You think you may want to get, you know, get in on this? And I shut up. And he and then it was silent for like 10 seconds. And he's like, yeah, I think I'm gonna, I think thinking about 250. <laughs> and if I had like started talking, he probably would have invested because like something I would have said would have been related to my belief that dude, this not this guy's not gonna write a check over a hundred grand. Um, yeah. so it's just there's so many examples of that. And what I like about that is you could do that like in the next consult that you have. That's an easy thing to just do immediately, right? Yeah. Just like at the end, are you ready to get started? Stop. Don't worry about the outcome. Just worry about executing what he's talking about. And you're going to find that people are people are okay spending way more money than you think, especially if you're doing the consult the way Nick is talking about. So I, I think that's killer. I mean, I could talk for hours on consultations <laughs> i know we have we're, a short we're gonna we're gonna have we're gonna have more don't worry all right we, we gotta have work. you back nick yeah awesome awesome yeah and, let's uh let's uh let's call it let's call it a day although like we said we gotta have you back sometime nick why don't you share where people can find you or what do you want to plug for us today yeah i mean if you're in the denver area and you want to look better come see i'm just i'm just kidding. <laughs> go for it do it so we we own Aria Integrative Health. That's A-R-I-A Integrative Health. But then also, if you're in the aesthetic space and you would like to learn, you like some of what we said, or you've listened to our podcast, The Aesthetic Coaches Quarter, um, we fully dive in and find where your inefficiencies are. We find where your issues are. We teach you proper patient flow. We make your business streamline money-making machine as long as you listen to us. Um, but that is at practice empowered. So you can find us on Instagram. You can find us, you can shoot me an email. Um, you can go to practiceempowered.com. but we really want to help people. And it's been very powerful for Stephanie and I to really help and rewarding for us at the end, at the end of the day, seeing practices that either aren't doing very well do well or people that are already doing well we find where the fires are and pour gas on it and see it explode it, it's a lot of fun so if there's any people in the aesthetic space or functional health space um and would like some health lead gen whatever it is uh lead conversion line uh or whatever it is we we really like to help people with that if you uh, i'll say one more thing if you ever have a chance to hear nick speak uh, and there's an event that you're considering going to, and you see his name anywhere, book your fucking ticket and show up to that thing. Cause he is an engaging individual. <laughs> you will learn and you will have a lot of fun as well. Brother, thank you for coming on. <laughs> thank you. Nick. Always good, brother. Talk soon, gentlemen. Thank you.